This is Life's Uncertain Journeys Weekly Podcast, yes, where is. we engage our listeners in real talk about these troubled times that we're living in. But from a biblical perspective, my name is Nadine Davis. I'm an author, I'm a minister of the gospel, and I'm going to be your host for tonight's podcast. I also have with me here tonight our co-host, my longtime ride or die friend, Alicia Locker, who's also a conference speaker. She's a mama, she's yeah. a wife, and a former police captain. That's right. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to welcome you all tonight. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for that warm uh, welcome uh, introduction, Nadine. You're welcome. And um, I am, as she said, Alicia, um, affectionately known as Lish. From Lish, yep. Lish. <laughs> I just want to welcome, yep. <laughs> um, welcome you, you, all our regular um, listeners and participants, I'd like to say, because that's Thank what you. we yeah, participants. Um, and for those who were first time participating, welcome, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We are a Christian, uh, interactive, safe, growing. <laughs> um, we give, get, and grow here. I like to say that. We yes. Get, we get and we grow in Christ. That's what I like to, to, to say. And the other G is? God Almighty. God Almighty, that's right. And so you are you're able to catch us on Facebook Live here mm -hmm. on the Zoom um, um, stream and some other media um, formats or apps like um, iHeart, I think. And um, is it Hulu? What is it, Nadine? <laughs> <laughs> I got. I told you I can't keep this uh, iHeart Radio part of. Uh, is it part of what is it? Spotify? Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Listen, oh, y'all. That's funny. We out here. That's what we want you to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we out here. So <laughs> just look us up. If you have problems um, finding us, just look on our Facebook page. And we always announce our um, podcast there with the link and everything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we would hope that, you know, even if it take a little bit of effort, come on, find us and join in. Um, we always got some good, rich uh, fellowship here, and our purpose is to grow in Christ and encourage each other while we're doing yes, it. Yes. So we're so, so, so happy that you're here. I'll be monitoring the Facebook Live, so if you want to put a question or a comment in, I'll be watching and I'll be able to share. But please, we encourage you not to quench the Holy Spirit and hold yes. back you have an option or a prompting yes. to say something, give it to us. Let us hear because it may be for someone that really needs to hear it. And Amen. I assure you, if it's a question, someone has that same question too. So interact with us, participate, and let's grow and go together. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Yes, indeed. All righty. Well, let's get into um, our podcast tonight. Um, the passage of scripture that kind of moved me into uh, this conversation that we're having tonight is coming from Revelation 2, verse 7. And it says, um, he who has an ear, let him 
hear what the spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And to be honest, as I was reading through the book of Revelation, I discovered that there were seven passages in Revelation that Jesus focused in on that had to do with overcoming. And so it really impressed my heart that, listen, this isn't something that we can just um, you know, pass by, but it's something that we may need to look at just to ensure that we truly understand the point that Jesus made by putting it, saying it seven different times in the same book. And so I entitled uh, our conversation tonight, uh, when it's all said and done, we simply must overcome. This isn't an option, if you know what I mean. We can go through all the routines of reading scripture, going to church, Bible study, tithe, and all those other things. They are not the things that are going to get us into God's kingdom. I'll tell you that up front. He says, to him that overcomes. And we'll look at some of the other passages just so that we can get uh, a gist of what Jesus is saying to us. You know, if anything is written in the scriptures, I, as far as my perspective is concerned, the things that Jesus says are very important. That, those are the ones that sometimes we often neglect. We have a lot of what Paul said or Peter and all the other guys, and I'm not taking anything away from what they had to say because it's, it's important. But what Jesus says is critical to me, okay? Because if, if, there's, uh, if there's anyone whose words matter, it's his. Amen? Amen. So um, the question, you know, then becomes, um, you know, reading Revelation, you know, what does scripture tell us about the importance and the means by which we, we overcome? Got to get to that point. Thank God for the, the warning, but we've got to get to the meat of the matter and make certain that we're lining ourselves up with being an overcomer because those are the ones Jesus coming after. He's not coming after wimps and he's not coming after cowards. No, he's coming after overcomers. So that's what we wanna to cover tonight in our conversation. I pray that each and every one of you uh, will let the Holy Spirit, like Alicia said, use you to share your wisdom uh, to be a part of the conversation. But before we get started, I'd like to let uh, any new listeners know that Life's Uncertain Journeys Weekly podcast is a Christian podcast, and it's both live and interactive. And that means exactly what it says. It's live. That means that we're actually, Lisha's in Raleigh. I'm here in uh, Huntersville. Cheryl's up there. And uh, where you at, Cheryl? Cheryl's in uh, Harrisburg. I'm in Harrisburg. Harrisburg and Megan, she's around here somewhere. I don't even know. But what I'm trying to tell you is that we're all 
together through this wonderful venue that God has provided. And we can still meet in spite of COVID. We can still meet in spite of our proximity. And we can still receive from God because of the Holy Spirit. He makes us one. And so I really thank God for this, uh, this venue that he's provided. But um, just wanted to let you all know that our conversations are centered around the uh, around Christian topics that help us to focus on Jesus. Uh, we we know that um, without a doubt that we're living in uh, a very uh, trying age. It is the end of the age, and so you know, there's no denying that they can call it global warming and all those other kinds of things that they want to put together. But the scientists know, you know, but they, they can't really, you know, go right out and say what's, what's getting ready to come down the pike because everybody would probably go cuckoo. But those of us who name the name of Jesus know that he warned us that these days were coming and he wanted us to be prepared because that's the sign that this is the precursor before he comes to pick us up and we want to be ready. Alicia says, stay ready so you won't have to be ready. Am I right? Is that how you say it? Yeah. That's right. That's right. So we, that's, that's, that's my focus. Uh, if anything I'm, I'm looking to, uh, into in this hour is making sure that, that I'm ready. So uh, for those that are watching on Facebook and are here, on our live Zoom podcast studio, uh, we can have dialogue. We share our testimonies, ask questions, and encourage one another. So I hope that you would feel free to interact. Uh, like Lisha said, it's a safe place. You know, we, we're here to help one another, not to talk about one another. And so this is, the, this is how God wants us to be able to learn from each other and grow. So if he puts a word or encouragement or something on your heart, please share it. Those that are listening through one of our podcast channels, whether it's iHeartRadio or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever they call it, or even via the internet, though so you can't participate audibly, feel free to reach out to us. We've got an email that you can reach out and say hello. We'd love to hear from you. It's life's uncertain journey at gmail.com. And that's life's with an S L I F E S, life's uncertain journey. Um, our podcast topics and conversations, like I said before, they're based on biblical perspectives and they're designed to help us keep our focus on the main thing, Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. You got to keep the main thing, the main thing these days, because they will have you off into all kinds of tangents, going places, uh, you know, that distract you and put you on course for foolishness, but we want to keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing that we know of is Jesus Christ our Lord. So I would also like to um, take this opportunity to introduce uh, to any of those of you who may be new with us tonight, our podcast prayer warrior, Sister Paulette Williams. We thank God for her. I mean, she's been um, helping us and, and standing with us for quite some time now. We are very grateful to God for her and her time that she spends with us. And so we always ask her to please cover our uh, weekly podcast with prayer and to open us up with prayer. So Paulette, could you please 
pray for us tonight. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another day, Lord. God, that we can cry, hallowed be your name, a name above all names. Father God, we thank you. God, that as we go into the broadcast, Lord, that you give us ears to hear. God, not what the person say, but what the yes. spirit is saying, Lord. Father God, open up our hearts and our mind, Lord. God, that we may continue to grow from glory to glory. God, we grow not just from victories that people have been through, God, but from the suffering that they've been through. Amen. God, you use it all, Lord, that yes. you may be glorified. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. God, let somebody, Lord, get a word, Lord. God, if they don't shout it out, let them shout it to you. Hallelujah. That's what mm -hmm. I needed to hear. Amen. And Father God, we give you the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Sis, thank you so very much. Um, we do know that uh, God had given, has given us this uh, spiritual mechanism called prayer. That's how we get the stuff that we need from God, from, from him, from where he is to where we are. It's called prayer. And he uh, um, has designed it in such a way. I was, I forget who I was talking to the other day, but I was telling him that we don't have any uh, qualms around comprehending what happens when we pick up our cell phone. It's not even plugged in, but we can call somebody halfway across the world, around the world and talk to them, but we can't comprehend the concept of prayer. God invented that, you know, he, he was doing that long before cell phone showed up but it's true that when we're talking to God he hears us and not only does he hear us but he set that that tool called prayer up so that he can hear from heaven so that he can uh provide what we need he already knows what we need okay but he says ask me seek me out because he wants to hear from us. He wants to have that kind of relationship with us. So thank you again, Paulette. Um, my husband and I oversee Charlotte Christian Fellowship. It's a, um, an outreach that God assigned to us um, some years ago. And every Thursday night at 7 p.m., we co-host a virtual Bible study class called New Beginnings. And we're currently in the book of Revelation. And our teacher is uh, Kim Cash Tate. We use her material. Uh, she's a powerful speaker. She is the wife of uh, LSU president, William Tate. And so she's also an author. She's a Bible teacher. She's a, a creator of, of a motion picture called Clean, a series that she's uh, created. And uh, it's very interesting to watch. And her whole premise about Clean is about intimately clinging to our God, learning the importance of us having an intimate relationship with him above all else. So um, if you're interested in joining us, you can join us live on Zoom by going to our website, charlottechristianfellowship.org. 
and you'll find a link on that first page that will uh, allow you to get into the Bible study. So consider joining us. You are more than welcome to do so. Also, I do a weekly um, YouTube, YouTube blog called My Morning Mercies, uh, where um, I, I share encouragement um, with those that are listening to help them through their week. And so if, if that is something that you're interested in, you can subscribe to that blog at thewomenwhoovercome.org. Uh, you can just go to that website and you'll see a link where you can um, subscribe and you'll get a weekly reminder every Monday morning, a weekly invite to join me. I'll have my cup of coffee and I'll give you time to get yours. And then we'll just talk about whatever God puts on our hearts. So finally, be on the lookout, save the date. The, register, the date's coming up soon. We haven't got it pinned down yet, but it's coming. Uh, because there's going to be a spiritual maturity mindset class that we're going to um, conduct in um, late spring of 2022. Um, and I've told you before that Second uh, Timothy warns us about as daughters and living in the end times of some of the things that we might succumb to as his daughters. And he wanted to warn us about it. And so uh, if you read it, you'll know that we want to avoid being caught up in the silly women, silly woman syndrome. Uh, that's what uh, Paul called it, silly women that are ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. We don't want to be in that category. No, we want the wisdom of God for our lives. We want to be able to walk out what we learn. You know, we're not, you know, we're not in this for show. This is game time now. And, and there's just no, no fudging it. You have to be genuine. You have to be uh, truly seeking God with an earnest heart. I was telling um, one of the young ladies that uh, I discipled this morning, and she just blessed my heart so just to hear her thirst and hunger for God. It, it always just blows my mind, especially in this day and time. But there are women that are genuinely seeking a relationship with God. And they are the ones that, that I, you know, I'm going hard after, you know, however I can help, um, either through discipleship, encouragement, or whatever. I, I want to ask God to please allow me to do that. <clears throat> Not that I've arrived because I haven't, but I'm just a little, you know, I've been down the road a couple of blocks ahead of some folk, you know, and maybe I can direct them one way or another. But that's what we're here to do. We're not here to twiddle our thumbs and look out for ourselves. We got to help our sisters out. We got to reach out to them, encourage them. Because uh, we, we carry a heavy load. We know it. I don't even have to say it. Y'all know it. Jobs and moms and, and the world and children and all that kind of stuff. But uh, God has equipped us for what he's called us to do. But it gets a little rough sometimes. And so that's what we're here for. That's what the Women Who Overcome is about helping our sisters, encouraging them, equipping them, building them up uh, for their journey. So um, thank you all for joining us tonight. And um, I guess one of the reasons that I felt so compelled to go here tonight is because um, of how this, this passage of scripture just stirred my heart. Now we've talked about overcoming before. We went through uh, a conference, the, the Overcoming Faith Conference, um, that was very uh, also, <clears throat> dealing with the importance 
of faith in our lives. Not just ordinary faith, but overcoming faith. Uh, but, but reading those passages of scriptures today um, in Revelation just, you know, it just brought home that it's broader than, than even just the faith. I mean, there's, there's much more to this uh, overcoming than meets the eye. And I just ask the Holy Spirit to help us to look into it, to get our hearts stirred up, to uh, ensure that we understand it and that we're pursuing it. So that's why we wound up here tonight. And so we probably won't finish uh, everything tonight, but I, I did wanna just get started. And here's what I wanted to do first. I know that there are uh, women on this podcast tonight who have live testimonies of how God has brought them through. And I kind of thought I would open up with uh, providing an opportunity for those of us who are inclined to share some of those things that God has brought us through. So that if there are women that are listening tonight, they need some encouragement that we would provide it for them through our testimonies. One of the main scriptures for our women who overcome ministry is Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him, talking about Satan, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. God gave us testimonies for a purpose and it's not for us to keep to ourselves. As you heard me say before, testimonies are kryptonite to the devil because they prove that God is real. Because we're, we're everyday folk, you know, we're not, we're not movie actresses and things like that. You know, this is real stuff that we're talking about, things that God has brought us through in our life. So um, I wanted to just take a few minutes. We'll take maybe about 10 minutes of our time tonight to hear from those who are willing to share and please, I know sometimes we can get into the conversation and kind of lose track of time, but try to keep our conversations down to, you know, um, our testimonies down to at least, you know, two or three minutes uh, in our sharing time. But uh, who is willing to just share how God has helped you and brought you through the sticky trouble times in your life? Anyone? Okay, well, let me start. I'm okay, sure. Hey, Isabel. Hey, darling. Go right ahead. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Um, my name is Isabel. I'm calling from New York. And I just wanted to share the testimony that um, God will help you when the doctors or anyone else can't. I had yeah. um, something called tenuitis, which is ringing of the ears. Um, no cure for that. No medicine for that. It's basically they just send you home. God totally healed me and I don't have it anymore. Hallelujah. It was, it was uh, highly annoying. You know, my kids are screaming and it's just like a all the time. Yeah. So I'm so blessed. And he also healed me. I had a acid reflux, no cure for acid reflux either. I was losing a pound a day. I said, God, that's yeah. it. If you don't heal me, I'm not going to make it. And you said you had plans for me and I want to do them. But if you don't intervene, I'm not going to make it because I just every single morning I'm losing oh, a pound, yeah. a pound, a pound. So I'm really blessed and glory to God. Thank you, Isabel. Thank you so very wow, much. Thank you. So yes, much. God is a healer. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes it's hard for people to kind of wrap their minds around it because they see so many people suffering with health. And you, we make blanket judgments based on our interpretation of what we see, but we don't have enough information to do that. We really don't. 
You know what stuck out for me, Nadine, mm-hmm. is Isabel said, Isabel said, I told God. She told God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know you're at a, you're she, at right. She said, I told God, if you don't heal me, I'm not going to make it. So, you know, one of the things we can do, we can talk so candidly with our father. Yeah. And right. he encourages us to, to, to call. What did Jesus do when he was tempted? He recited the scriptures. It is written. And Amen. that was for himself as well as the enemy. That's right. So he was encouraging himself is hanging there. He still got your daddy's with you. And that's what we have to do when we're faced with, with, um, things that we can't handle because if we're going to handle them you know we 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 used to handling stuff but when it gets yeah. to the point where you know you have to cry out abba father daddy help me yeah. you know throw me a lifeline mm-hmm. the other thing i want to say really quick is nadine in the beginning we were talking about overcoming overcoming mm-hmm. faith and that kind of thing and the scripture that popped up to, in my mind which i always twisted but he who endures to the end yes will be saved, right? Is that the scripture, right? I think that's one you're talking about. Uh, I know that the, we, we've, we've got a whole list of them. So I think it's one of the ones that we're going to go over tonight too. Oh, okay. Well, what I wanted to say about that is in order to endure to the end, you got to overcome. That's, <laughs> gotta overcome. that's the point. That mm-hmm. is the point. I'm a hush now. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have um, we have uh, a, a God that is is with us. I mean, it's not something that we have to struggle to achieve. Let me just make that clear, okay? Because then we, if we're not careful, we get into works. Don't mm-hmm. want us to go there with this information. No, God says, "I'll do the work. You just surrender to me." And see, that's the part that a lot of times, you know, the daughters of God miss is the surrender part because we've got our agendas. We got our to-do list. We got all these things that we want to do and they take precedent over what God may want to be doing with us. I mean, that's just make, you know, that's just the way that it is. And so we have to, learn how to acquiesce our control over our lives, over our schedules, over over our us's and let it go. And then let God do what he needs to do in us. Okay, God, God, God says, I'll do the work. Okay, he's the one that will bring these things to our remembrance. I was talking to a sister today and she was just telling me how the Lord was revealing things to her about her own heart. You see? And she said, okay, well, you know, thank you, God. She was glad to find out. Mm-hmm. She was glad to discover these things because she knows that God revealed it to her. And if he revealed it to her, that means he's going to help her. Amen. And, he's and, and help see, her. a lot of times what, ha- what we do is when we ask God to fix it, we look in and point and fix him or fix that or whatever. Yes, yes. A lot of times the fixing is in us. That's right. And when we get it fixed, this or that or the other, two things happen. Say that, girlfriend. Say it. Our perspective changes about it because now we're renewed, but also we're able to lay down our and surrender, like Nadine said, our agenda and pick up God's and let him guide us through that thing. 
Amen. Amen. Listen, did you see Jan's um, chat note? That I she did, and put? I thanked her. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so it, the, the note, um, for those who didn't see it, says the scripture that I was referencing is Matthew 24 and 13. He who endures to the end will be saved. I think that's go. what I said. I just didn't know it was Matthew. <laughs> okay, that's all right. That's what you said. But it's what I needed. I needed to hear that. You needed to hear that. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad you shared that. Amen, Megan. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Anyone else? Got a testimony how he brought you over, how he brought you through. This is Paulette. I'll share. Thanks, darling. And I'm a Moses. Anybody that know the life of Moses know that when God called him, Moses said, I can't do that. <laughs> Those are the words that he used, but that's what he meant. Yeah, yes. And I don't know that he ever removed that from Moses, but when you decide you're going to be obedient to him and see, that's my life. I have been, I've had a spirit of fear as far back as I can remember and or shyness or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And it has been a stumbling block until I began to understand what well, God can use you through it. And it was by reading Moses, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was doing that study of mm -hmm. Moses. So, and I'll say he may not remove it. But yeah. if you trust him, he can still use us with whatever it is still there. And that's just my life. Mm -hmm. I would never have that boldness to speak forth like you do. I would do it with my knees knocking, somebody holding me up. I will not allow it to control me. Praise so God. that's my testimony. And Amen. it's not easy either. It, it's not easy because the mm -hmm. enemy kind of know things about you and he will yeah. put pressure on it. But I yeah. know some things about God too. Amen. So, That's right. You. And you know, believe it or not, the uh, I'm so glad you were talking about Moses. And, and one of the things that you noticed that all, all the areas where, where Moses thought he was in, you know, unable to perform, God provided for him. He said, okay, I'm gonna I'm let your brother speak for you. Okay, he'll, he'll, he'll do the speaking, talking, talking for you. But the other beauty of thing about it, that after a while, Moses didn't need his brother to speak for him. Right, right, uh, uh, Paulette? Moses started speaking what does say the Lord on his own. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And yes. so, you could come to God with your knees knocking. What George Ma said, do it afraid. You know, I, when I used to tell people that when, when I was preaching on the street corner, my knees was knocking. Yeah, it was, because there, there was some mean people out there, but they would throw bottles and stuff at you. But the boldness that I had came from God. It didn't come from Nadine. Because he, you know, it was, I was on assignment to do what he sent me to do. Anyone else? Okay. Um, well, go ahead. I guess, I guess I'll share. Something was Please telling do. me. Something was telling me not to share, and I said, "Well, that can't be from God." Because got um, that right. No, God wants me to share. Okay, so I'm gonna make it quick. You said two Thank minutes. You. 
Okay. Um, um, okay. So I guess I'll just come right out and say it. Some of you have already heard my testimony. I'm I'm not sure. I don't know if I've met all of you. Hello. Um, but when I was a teenager, I was in foster care. My father had drug problems. Um, and the system is really messed up. And um, I was put out on my own at 16. And I was sexually trafficked when I was put out on my own. And I was taught to believe that it was my fault or that I deserved that or whatever, whatever. All the lies from the enemy and none of it's true. Well, all that to be said, it goes without saying that because that happened to me as a teenager, that caused a lot of other byproducts, if you will. Like yeah. it caused me to subject myself to a lot of abusive and unhealthy situations because my self-worth was so low because that's what I was taught as a kid, as a child, right. did I deserve to be treated that way? Well, long story short, just just to, to summon it up, um, God has provided me now in my adulthood in the last, I say five years, four or five years going on, going on four or five years, he has provided me with the love and the support system that I need. I have a church family that loves me. Um, I have uh, my pastor's wife, she works for a nonprofit that combats human trafficking. And it doesn't matter if it happened to you yesterday or 10 years ago, it's still going to have an effect on you. So they still help women who've had that happen to them several years ago, whatever the case may be. Um, and, and he has provided me with the emotional and spiritual support that I need and the family that I didn't really have as a child. I have all of that now. Um, I have all the all of the emotional support and um, and spiritual support that I needed then. I have that now, and I know my worth in Christ now. Hallelujah. As opposed to before, and and God is going to use my testimony. He well, He already has used my testimony, but He's going to use it even further to help more people. I think particularly women these things do happen to men too. So I don't want to negate that. Um, it's not something that people, people don't wear a sign on their forehead that says that they're human trafficking survivor. Like people don't talk right. about that. We've all met several of them. We just didn't know it. That's right. um, but God has and will continue to use my testimony for the good. And that's why I love, um, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good for those who are called according to his purpose. So Amen. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing, sweetheart. You know, I really do uh, 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 know that uh, God has done some wonderful things in Megan's life. I'm, I'm a witness and I can confirm um, that those things, uh, that God has been doing exceptional things in her life. I mean, she's been through a lot she's you know cut cut a lot of the bad stuff out probably because you know it's not even worth going through all of that but some rough stuff but she's standing and she is seeking god continually and he's blessing her for it and so i just wanted to say that to anyone that might be listening 
you know, over the airways, that that's the God that we serve. He's able to do that. He's able to take a broken, shattered life and bring life to it, bring hope and purpose to it. And she's got her purpose and she knows what it is and she's not, not holding back, bless her heart. So thank you so much, uh, Megan, for sharing. Um, I really do appreciate that. So if uh, no one else has anything, uh, we're gonna move on and try to get into um, what God has provided for us tonight. But the whole understanding that I pray we walk away with is the fact that the overcoming that Jesus is asking uh, that we embrace, he's gonna help us. So it, uh, I just don't want us to think that that means you gotta hunker down and you know start getting a list of things you gotta change. Let's not go there. Let's trust the power of the Holy Spirit that God has given us to do the transforming. We just need to yield and obey him, that's all. He will do the work. But um, in the opening passage that I read from Revelation 2, 7, um, it, was, uh, it sparked my attention and hope uh, that God would help us tonight just to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. And so seven times in the book of Revelation, uh, he made you know, this point quite clear. So I read the first one, which was Revelation 2, 7. And so I'm going to ask those of you who have your Bibles to join in and be a part, participate in this exercise. Um, and someone, if they could get Revelations 2, 11. And um, I was reading from the ESV, but let us know from which version you're reading from. If someone can get Revelation 2, 11. I'll get it. Whoever got it first. Just start reading. <laughs> Go ahead, Megan. Whoever got it first, you just said start Revelations reading. two eleven. Yep. Just two eleven. Okay, I got the I got the ESV. Okay, baby. Um, all right. So, okay, nine. <laughs> okay, eleven. Okay, Revelations two eleven. He who has ear has an ear. Let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. But that's Amen. powerful. You want to break that right. down for me, Miss Nadine? Well, <laughs> let me try. Let me just uh, try to encapsulate it because we want to get to all of them tonight if we can, just the seven. But yeah, um, you know, the Bible says that the soul that sin is going to die. And so those of us who have, have uh, yielded our life over to Jesus Christ, then he's the one that's going to keep us safe from that second death because there's going to be a day when all of us are going to have to stand before God and give an account, okay? And those of us who are in Christ, we are covered by Christ because the life that we now live is not our, our own. We live the life of Christ now. But those who refuse him and did not uh, surrender their lives over to him, then, of course, there is a, a place that awaits them called hell. And that's where they're going to wind up going. But for those of us who overcome, we won't have to worry about the second death. The Bible says it's given once for man to die and then comes the judgment. Okay, but... Praise God, we, you know, our bodies may go into the ground, but we don't die. 
It says to be absent from the body is to be where? Present with the Lord. There you go. That means that we are yet alive. You can't be present with the Lord and be dead. No, that, that's something, you know, a spiritual operation that I can't explain. All I know is whatever God says, I'm taking him at his word. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Anyone else want to ask uh, um, that has another uh, view or another inf more information for Megan? So I, I, um, I did a study of this, the seven churches a couple of weeks ago. And what I found is, so each church was charged with something that they were, they had not done. And, and God was, and Jesus was telling them, you need to overcome something specific. And I think it was in the second, the Smyrna, the church of Smyrna, um, it was being able to overcome, um, making sure that you remain faithful to God and to his word. Um, and so you want to make sure that, um, and it, because if you remain faithful, then the promise that he gives to you is you will not be hurt by at all by the second death. Again, that second death is what Nadine was saying is, um, you know, we have that we, we die once and then we go to judgment and then the judgment, he says, oh, this one right here, they did the right thing. They overcame. So they <laughs> are spared from the second Amen. death. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> I'm so glad you studied that two weeks ago. You can you can fill us in on the rest of these. Amen. Amen. Look what, look, look what God did. Look what, look, look what the Lord did. Okay. If someone could get um, Revelation 217. That's the next one. Okay, I have it, and it's the message version. Okay. Although, well. It says here, it starts, it goes 15 to 18 in the message. So the angel continued, the waters you saw on which the whore was enthroned are peoples and crowds, nations and languages. And the 10 horns you saw together with the beast will turn on the whore. They'll hate her, violate her, strip her naked, rip her apart with their teeth, then set fire to her. It was God who put the idea in their heads to turn over their rule to the beast until the words of God are completed. The woman you saw is the great city tyrannizing the kings of the earth. Okay, that don't say, that's 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 not the right one then. I got the I got the I got I have it. I okay, have go it. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I have the NIV um, translation. So mm -hmm. uh, Revelation 2, 17, it says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who had, who receives it. Is that the one Amen. you wanted? That's the one. That's mm -hmm. the one. Oops. And, and so, um, yeah, I don't know what you were reading probably further down, but, um, but yes, we see here that um, uh, Jesus explicitly lets us know that, I, you know, I don't know what the hidden manna is. I know that I remember manna was given to the Israelites when they were in the desert, okay? But there's some hidden manna and, and that manna that, that uh, God gave to them sustained them in the, in the desert, okay? Mm -hmm. He told, you know, you couldn't leave it to the next day, but the point of it is, is that God provided for them the food that was necessary 
And here he's saying that he's got some hidden manna that he wants to give to those that are going to overcome. And uh, we have, um, you know, have that to look forward to as a part of, and, and there are other things that, descriptions that he gives about things that we may not understand. Mm-hmm. But the part that I do understand is to him that overcome, I will give. If I don't understand all, all the parameters around what it is that he's given, but I do know I understand that. To him that overcomes is the, is the key. Revelations mm-hmm. 2, 26 and 28 to 28. I have it. I'll try again. I think I was in the wrong book last time, y'all. <laughs> okay. So I have 226 to 28, and it is the message, and it reads, here's the reward I have for every conqueror. Everyone who keeps at it, refusing to give up, you'll rule the nations. Your shepherd slash king rule as firm as an iron staff. Their resistance fragile as clay pots. This was the gift my father gave me. I pass it along to you and with it, the morning star. Amen. Now see, these are, you know, these are powerful things that God has. I can't wrap my mind around it. I know you can't either. I can't imagine ruling with Jesus Christ. I've never ruled nothing. I'm going to probably rule my house, but that's just about it. But you know what I'm saying? As far as ruling a kingdom and all these other kinds of things, you know, but I do know that First uh, Corinthians 13 tells us that we, we look, look at things, to, you know, in part, but, but when Jesus comes, we're going to know it all. I mean, the knowledge will be available to us mm-hmm. and we'll know what he's talking about just by virtue of this transformation is going to take place. But he's, he's letting us know that he'll give us authority over the nations. To me, that's that's pretty big wig, if you ask me. So that yeah. means there are going to be nations where people aren't don't have that level of authority. You know, I don't know how to explain how he, how that works out, but the overcomers have a place in the uh, rule and reign with Christ. Okay, Revelations three five. I'll read it. The one who conquers will be clothed, and I'm reading ESV. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments and will never, I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Amen. Amen. Revelation 3.12. You know, I like the fact that um, uh, Cheryl, that you gave the contrast to the he who overcomes that there is um, also connected with the he who overcomes um, the, the, the uh, prescription he gave to the particular churches involved. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think because um, for me and my study, I wanted to know what did I have to overcome, mm-hmm. right? So there were seven. That's key, right? So I'm overcome. Well, what am I overcoming? And each of the churches 
Um, I think like the first one, it was making sure that you stay committed to God, loving the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul, and loving your neighbor as yourself, right? And the second one, it was, um, um, I think, uh, well, it, it, each one of them, they were charged. So it was for me to make sure I keep God's focus first and foremost in my life. Um, another one was not worship, idol worshiping. Another one was not tolerating that Jezebel spirit, which I found very fascinating um, studying all about that. But, but these are things that I myself have to look out for because we can gotcha. easily get distracted. And, and, and You're absolutely right. But if I want to be one of the ones that are overcoming, well, what is it that I need to overcome? And I think that's what they talk about specifically to those churches. And Very we can good. talk about that. I mean, if you want to talk about it in another session, we can. Well, yeah. Well, I'm going to add that on uh, right now. We've got a few more minutes, but even right down to the uh, scripture, Revelations 3, 5, uh, it's a result of what Jesus told to the church at Sardis. And uh, he, he was telling them, like you said, uh, the things that he, you know, knew about them. He said, and he said, I know, I know your works. And it says, you got a reputation of being alive, but you're dead. Mm -hmm. So these, whoever these believers were, this, this church that he's speaking to in Sardis, you know, they thought they had it going on, but they probably had, you know, you know, all the bells and whistles and everything going on, wonderful praise and worship singers and powerful preachers and all these other kind of things and packed churches, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, he said, you, you know, you, you think you're alive, but you're dead. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's scary, you know what I mean? That we, um, that we, some of us are are sitting in those kinds of places where there's a lot of noise going on and a lot of shaking and moving as far as activities are concerned, but um, there's no life, and so yeah. we have to be careful. And so he told them to wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die. And then he goes on to tell them that. Um, uh, to the one that overcomes in the Sardis church who those who overcomes these issues that he just uh, made plain to them they are the ones that are going to be clothed in white garments yeah amen amen okay so the next one is three that was 312 and that was to the church of Philadelphia I, I read that I read go that. ahead go ahead to the one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never shall he go out of it, and I will write on him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven, and my own new name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A new name. Yeah. And you, yeah. we know how in the Old Testament, there was always this practice, even in the, new, yes. in the, in the Old and New that God mm -hmm. would change people's name. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this is something that we get to see, but it's not our name. And he said his new name. That's yeah. right. That's but he right. was talking primarily to the church at Philadelphia. And uh, he told them too, I know your works. So you see, we can't, we can't fake God out. <laughs> you know, the whole kit caboodle of what's going on in here. And this is where we, this is what we got to work on. It's what's going on and how we manage the things that are going on in our hearts. But he told them, he said, I set before you an open door and no one's going to be able to shut it. I know that you got a little power and that you have kept my word and you have not denied my name. 
He says, I want to, I will make those who are in your church that are from the synagogue of Satan that are, are, are not, but lie, behold, I will make them come down and bow down before your feet. You see, so we don't have to uh, defend ourselves against the naysayers and those that are going to come against us. Jesus is going to take care of that. But um, he goes on to tell them that I'm coming. So hold fast to what you have so that no one will seize your crown from you. Mm -hmm. You see, so hold fast. Those, those of you that are pressing your way and the devil's trying, trying you every which way but loose, hold on to what you got. Know that Jesus is going to see to it that they get their comeuppance, but you're going to get yours too. A new, new name. Okay, where's the next one? Revelation 3, 21. I'll read it. It says, the one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. And there's back, going back to that topic of rulership, reigning with him. That's right. That's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I, I can't even begin to imagine what it's going to look like. But he's pr primarily talking to the people in the church at Laodicea. And he told them the same thing. Look, I know you. I got your number. I just right, think so. it's interesting how the scriptures use overcome, because that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and in, in, um, use conquer. Conquer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah to mean overcome. Conquer is, um, I mean, overcome in my mind is okay, you got over it. You beat it. Conquer is you got that thing, you know, <laughs> you really- um, You had to fight for it almost. You had to, yes, and you won. Mm -hmm. you, you, well, you, you, well, you know what? You're not gonna um, overcome without a fight. That's right. That's yeah. It's not, it's not going to be a mental thing, you know, where you just say, oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. be uh, fist to cuffs because you know who the one is keeping. But conquered it. Yeah, but you know, but I think the important thing on, on what you said, Alicia, mm -hmm. each, each translation will have a different word, conquer, overcome. Yes. Uh, but regardless of the translation, what my eyes are fixated on is it's a present tense kind of thing. Many of the passages will reference overcoming or overcoming an active sense, conquer mm -hmm. or conquers. This is the, the, the teacher in me, but it's, it's, it's not like a one and done deal. It's right. a lifestyle of appropriating what he has given us. Come on and now. Use it. <laughs> yes. it like, oh, I used it for that, but it's not available for this. Mm. No, you got it all <laughs> the time. <laughs> so those that, that use what I'm giving them, all the time, like faith, right? You yes. keep using this thing, uh, keep enduring, keep pressing on with overcoming that I give you. You can't do it by yourself. You can't do these things without coming through me. And when you come through me and you get this thing to, to get through it, to get not, it ain't gonna kill you down, right? You're gonna be a little uncomfortable sometimes, but it is not going to um, give you death. That's yes. the thing she overcame first. So, that's right. Um, Amen, so, Jan. So, so that's what it is. The overcoming, when he says, I have overcome, you, I, I can go back and check myself, but he's the only one that uses it in the past tense. 
because he is the only one who has overcome for us. And then yes. we get to partake what he did for us. That's right. After Amen. we get it. <laughs> if that oh, makes wow. sense. Yes, ma'am. It makes plenty of sense. And that was Revelation 321. Um, yes. I think Isabel was asking that we were reading from. But yeah, Jane, you are absolutely right. And I love the fact that we have to keep that in, in a present tense kind of uh, a way. Yes. You know, and, and in, uh, what they call an enduring. In other words, it goes beyond today. Because believe me, between now and the time, you know, Jesus does come to get us, it's going to be a whole lot of overcoming we need to do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But he's yeah. going to see us through it, just like she said. And then the, um, the next one is... Uh, Oh yeah, that's the last one, Revelation yeah. three twenty one, and so mm -hmm. um, in closing, um, I just like to hear from you all just what you uh, got out of just reading uh, what Jesus is trying to convey to us about the importance of overcoming. Because next week, what we'll do, we'll look more specifically in passages of Scripture that gives mm -hmm. us instruction on how to overcome some things. So, anyone. We got three minutes down. Go ahead, baby. I'm thinking, uh, I think that um, how what a privilege to overcome because then God can trust us with the next battle. We're not gonna we're not gonna get anywhere fighting the same battle or being in the same grade or the same anything. So mm -hmm. what a privilege. Mm -hmm. it, it's tough. It's, it's uncomfortable, definitely. And everyone has different levels, but it's yeah. so blessed, you know, because of it. And with each skirmish. I believe, well, just going by experience, each skirmish makes you ready and fit for the next one. Mm. You see, you wind up getting stronger. You begin to grow. Your faith develops. You know, that's what the scripture is going to teach us next week. That all the things, know, go ahead, baby. Y'all know what I always say. In the end, we what? We win. We, we do and win. We win. And so, you know, as we, like Jan said, this is a present thing and it, Jesus did it already. We already know that we are overcomers and we will overcome. But the thing that stands and the thing that stands out for me, it's a fight y'all. So get ready, get, get, put your armor on and know for me, it's so encouraging. Like Isabel said, it's so encouraging to know I'm in this fight, but it's already won. And I know what the outcome going to be. So I just got to do it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And especially knowing you're going to win. That's right. That's what when, when, when you know, when you know that God done rigged the fight in your favor, just put your dukes up. <laughs> just put your dukes up. <laughs> I just want to see what God going to do. Cause I know yeah. I can't do nothing. Yeah. I can't do nothing. Yeah. He promised he'll do the, he'll do the fight for me. Yeah. And the only thing I'll, I'll close on is in the revelation, all these things, the, the, the treasure, the prize of us persevering and overcoming, uh, it's all spiritual gifts. It, it, we ain't overcome to get no promotion. We ain't overcome. We ain't gonna be no VP in the sky. Yes. <laughs> we ain't gonna. We ain't gonna drive that new SUV. Uh, you know. And those things are nice if He blesses it with us. Amen. Amen. But what we overcome and for that kind of weightier um, treasure. Oh, yes. Oh ain't yes. Nothing touch that. <laughs> Amen, sis. You got that yeah. right. Know that. Yeah. Amen. Yes. It's yeah. eternal. Well, it's eternal. Yeah. It's not temporal. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. And thanks for sharing those scripture, scriptures, um, Cheryl. But oh. thank you all for joining us tonight. Next week, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty and just look at uh, just how the Lord is broken down in his word, how to help us get to this place of 
are having this over overcoming mindset. So Father, we thank you for our time tonight. We thank you for the things you have revealed to us. We ask you, Lord God, to help us not to be forgetful hearers, but teach us how to walk out what we learn. We're trusting you for it all because, Lord God, we have no, nobody else to turn to but you and don't want to turn to nobody else but you. So yes. have your way in your daughters today, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, ladies. Amen. Before thank you, you thank you, thank you. you have Love you, precious. If anybody have prayer requests, just email me and I'll be, yeah. be on it. All right. Thank you. Love you. Alicia, love you, ladies. Thank you, Miss New York, for representing upstate New York. Hey, Melissa. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take care, y'all. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Good night.